this is the final talker episode of this uh, series and in this one we'll be discussing about docker cli that is the command line interface there are a lot of docker commands the docker documentation are extensive but overwhelming when you are just getting started a docker image is made of a docker file plus any necessary dependencies a docker container is a docker image brought to life to work with uh, docker commands you first need to know whether you are dealing with an image or a container once you know what you are working with you can find the right command for the job even though there are so many different commands there are a few commonalities between them so the docker cli management commands start with the word docker all small letters then a space then the management category then a space followed by the command for example the command could be docker space container space stop which uh, stops a container a command referring to a specific container or image requires the name or id of that container or image a flag with two dashes in front is the full name of the flag and a flag with one dash is the shortcut for the full flag name for example dash p is short for dash dash port flag let's look at uh, some of the commands that we need to know so the general syntax for these commands are docker space container space my command so this my command will be changing depending upon what you want to do some of these include create which creates a container from an image start which starts an existing container run which creates a new container and starts it so it's a combination of create and start then there's ls for people familiar with linux uh, you know ls is just a list command so here ls lists running containers there's inspect this shows a lot of information about a container this logs which prints the logs of the container specified there is stop which gracefully stops the running container and there is a kill command which stops the main processes in the container abruptly and then finally there is an rm which is remove so this deletes a stopped container these were the commands with respect to the containers now let's look at the commands which are related to the images so the syntax would be docker space image space command and some of the commands that we must know are build which builds an image push which pushes an image to a remote repository uh, sorry a remote registry generally this is a docker hub so 
we generally create uh, credentials for the docker hub and then when we push this we w- we should have configured the credentials with docker so that we can push our images to our account on docker hub then there is history which shows us the intermediate image information there is inspect which shows a lot of information about an image including the layers of the image then there is rmi so for containers is rm which is remove and for images it's rmi so it's like remove image so this deletes an image and there are a few other uh, miscellaneous uh, commands that we must know these include uh, docker version which lists the information about your uh, docker client and server versions there is docker login we can use this to login into the docker registry and then there is a docker system prune so this deletes all the unused containers unused networks and uh, dangling images now let's uh, look at some of the commands associated with the containers the terms create start and run all have similar semantics in everyday life but each is separate docker command that creates and or starts a docker container let's look at creating a container first so docker container create this creates a container from an image and we could specify the image at the end of this command like for example it could be my repo slash my image colon my tag so we are specifying the repository where our image lies and the tag of our image so our repository can hold multiple images with uh, different tags in this one we are just creating a container a little more advanced command could be docker space container space create space dash a space stdin space my image so the dash a stands for attach we can attach the container to a standard input standard output or a standard error you should be knowing this if you are familiar with linux and then once we have created the image we can start the container using uh, oh we have uh, created the container not the image i'm sorry so now that we have created the container we can start the container by using docker space container space start space my container so this is the uh, container name that uh, we have chosen while we create the container now that we have seen how to create and start a container let's see the most common docker command it combines both create and start into one command which is uh, run so we could just say docker space container space run space my image so we can just specify the image and when we say run docker automatically creates a container from this image and starts it 
now let's uh, look at some of the flags that we'll be using most commonly so the first one is dash i which is the which means uh, interactive so if we want to interact with the container through our terminal we specify this and we also need to specify the dash t along with uh, the i flag which with and t stands for tty so these two go together and then we can use the flag dash p which is short for port the port is the interface with the outside world for example if you use uh, dash p space 1000 colon 8000 this maps the docker port 8000 to the port 1000 on the local machine or the server so the physical server port 1000 would be mapped to port 8000 of the docker container if you had an application that output something to the browser you could then navigate your browser to localhost colon 1000 and see the output then there is a, if we include the dash rm flag when we use the run command this automatically deletes the container when it stops running so when we specify the dash rm command the run command starts the container and after everything is finished the container obviously stops running and as soon as the container stops running and because we have specified the rm flag the container gets uh, deleted automatically sh is a command you could specify at uh, runtime sh will start a shell session inside your container that you can interact with through your terminal sh is preferable to bash for alpine images because uh, alpine images don't come with uh, bash installed and then we can type exit command to end the interactive uh, shell session now let's talk about the commands to check the container status we can use uh, con docker container ls to list the running containers and we can use the a flag which stands for all which lists all the containers so running containers as well as stopped containers will be uh, listed with the a flag and then there is a s flag which specifies the size so we can list the size of each container so docker container inspect followed by my container that is the container name shows a lot of information about the container and uh, if you want to see the logs uh, with respect to the container we can use the command docker container logs followed by the container name which prints the containers logs so after we have done with the work that's supposed to be performed by the container we can stop the container using docker container stop followed by the container name which uh, stops one or more uh, running containers gracefully so it, it gives a default of 10 seconds before the container shuts down to finish any processes and then we can use a 
docker container kill followed by the container name which uh, deletes the container but before deleting the container you should make sure that it's stopped anyway docker will uh, raise an error saying that uh, the container is still running if you are trying to delete uh, if you're trying to delete a container which is still running and is not stopped and then there is a command to uh, delete uh, all the containers that are not running so it could be docker container rm then we need to give the list of all containers which are not running so this could be done by dollar sign followed by parenthesis and within these parentheses we need to specify docker ps with the a and q flag so this docker ps a and q flag will return the list of uh, all the containers which are not running and then docker container rm which precedes this uh, command will take this list and delete all the uh, containers that are not running now that we have uh, looked at the docker commands for the containers let's uh, look at some of the commands for docker images first we'll look at the build command which develops the images so it's uh, docker image build followed by the t flag and the tag for the image so we provide tags so that we can identify what kind of an image it is so this command builds a docker image which is uh, given a name that we specify in the tag from the docker file located at the specified path or the url the t flag is short for tag this tells docker to tag the image with the provided tag the and then this command the build command is uh ended with the period so this period at the end of the command tells docker to build the image according to the docker file in the current working directory so if you specify period that means docker takes the docker file in the present working directory or we could uh, specify the path to the docker file which we need to use to build the image at the end of the command i mean and then there is a docker login which i have discussed earlier and there's docker image push followed by the image tag which pushes the image into a registry now let's talk about uh, inspecting images the first one is docker image ls so this lists all the images and uh, docker image history followed by the image name displays the intermediate images with size and how they were created and then docker image inspect followed by the image name which shows a lot of details about the image including the layers that make up the image now that we have seen how to create and uh, inspect the images let's look at few commands to remove the images docker image 
rm followed by the image name deletes the specified image if the image is stored in a remote repository the image will still be available there so this command will uh, delete the image on our local system so there's uh, some miscellaneous commands like docker version which gives the information about the docker client and server versions then there's docker system prune which i have discussed earlier and then there is a docker system prune with a flag and dash dash volumes so we are deleting all the unused images not just the dangling ones and because of because we're using volumes we'll be we'll also be removing all the unused volumes now that i've said something about volumes so let's discuss about uh, volumes when it comes to docker data in docker can either be temporary or persistent let's talk about the temporary data data can be kept temporarily inside a container in two ways this is done by default anyway files created by an application inside a container are stored in the topmost writable layer of the container you don't have to set up anything this is the quick and dirty way just save a file and go about your business when the container ceases to exist your data will also be deleted and then there is uh, another option if you want a uh, better performance for saving your temporary data with uh, docker if you don't need your data to persist beyond the life of the container a tmpfs mount is a temporary mount that uses the host's memory a tmpfs mount has the benefit of faster read and write operations now let's look at the persistent data even here we have two ways to persist data beyond the life of the container the first way is to mount a file system to the container and with a bind mount processes outside docker can also modify this data bind mounts are difficult to backup migrate or share with all the other containers volumes are a much better option to store persistent data volume is a file system that lives on the host machine outside any container volumes are created and uh, managed by docker these volumes are persistent shared shareable with uh, other containers efficient for input and output uh they're able to be hosted on remote cloud providers we can encrypt them we can name them and we can use these for testing purposes now let's look at uh, how we can create the volumes so we can create volumes using the docker file or using a cli command let's look at the volume cli commands docker volume ls lists all the volumes on the host docker volume create followed by the volume name creates the volume with the 
name specified. We can inspect the volume using docker volume inspect followed by the volume name. And finally we can delete the volume using docker volume rm followed by the volume name. And similarly in the case of uh, volumes, we can use uh, docker volume prune to remove all the unused volumes. If the volume is associated with any container, you cannot remove it until the container is deleted. Even then, Docker sometimes doesn't realize that the containers are gone. If this occurs, you can use a Docker system prune to clean up the Docker resources. Then you should be able to delete the volume. Now let's look at uh, how we can use volumes for persistent storage. Volumes can be more safely shared among multiple containers. Volume drive, volume drivers allow for storing volumes on a remote host or cloud provider. We, we can encrypt the content contents of the volumes. We can add other functionalities and new volumes can have their content pre-populated by a container. So this concludes this uh, episode and uh, our discussion on Docker for these uh, series of episodes on Kubernetes and some of the bonus Docker episodes. These were intended for my personal use. So if you think there's something not clear or if you just want to say hi or give your feedback, you can write to me at Kubernetes at sense.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks.